You're listening to the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast with Johnny Michelson. Hey guys, it's Johnny here from Spirits People. Thank you so much for checking out the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. Now this is a brand new podcast dedicated to tasting fine spirits without the influence of brands and marketing. So as it says on the tin, I'll be doing a lot of tastings blind as part of this podcast, which basically just means that I'll be tasting a couple of spirits once a week, not knowing exactly what they are. And I decided to do this really to avoid any kind of brand bias that I might have of what I'm drinking, but also really to focus on the spirit in the glass, more so than who made it and what I might think of it already if I'd had it before. In each episode, I'll be tasting two spirits, and they can be any kind of spirits. They can be whiskey, they can be rum, they can be mezcal, they could be the same category, they could be different categories. And uh, yeah, the only way for me to really find out is to try to detect those aromas and flavors as I do my blind tastings. As you may have noticed, in the title of this episode, you will already see what it is that I have in front of me here. However, at this point in time, I don't actually know what they are. And should you be so fortunate to be familiar with any of these spirits and happen to have it right where you are this very moment, why not pour a dram and sip along with me as I do my blind tasting and see if you can get some of the same aromas and flavors that I'm going to pick out in this week's episode of the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. So in this episode, I will be tasting two samples that my wife so kindly poured for me into a couple of sample bottles the other night. And um, she's written a little note that I'm not going to be opening until the end of this podcast. So with no further ado and no more delays of me just babbling along, let's get into the tasting. So we got a couple of spirits here in front of me now. So I will be referring to these as spirits A and spirits B, just to keep it super nice and tidy here. So um, jumping into, first of all, the appearance. Although the appearance, as many people might suggest, is less important than most of the other things around the spirit, such as the nose and the palate, I completely agree. However, uh, sometimes... um, when you take note of the color and also in terms of the cleanliness of the spirit, um, those are good points to have at the end, um, just as a part of the overall assessment. Um, so anyway, so looking at the first spirit, which is spirit A. So looking at it, it is a very clean spirit and it's probably about a pale amber in color. So in the glass, Um, I give it a little swirl and um, usually when you can see the little ring of the oils in the glass, the time that it takes for the legs to kind of pull down on the glass will suggest the texture of the spirit. So if the leg starts to pull down really quick, it's going to be a lighter spirit in texture in the mouth. Um, So this one here actually 
So I give it a quick swirl and the legs are pulling down almost instantly. So I have a feeling that when we get to the actually uh, the actual tasting of this, that it might actually be a little bit of a lighter spirit. So jumping into the nose. So it is a clean nose versus uh, a faulty nose, if you will. So pretty much 99.9% .9 of anything that you'll buy off the shelf is going to have a clean nose. Like a faulty nose would be if a spirit has either too many percentage of the heads or tails from the distillery. However, that's extremely unlikely, but I'll just make a note of it here um, as part of this kind of tasting approach that I have. The intensity of the nose on Spirit A is, it's about a medium to light. Um, and the way I judge the intensity of the nose is really just putting the glass from the chin and then moving it slowly upwards towards the nose. So if you have a lot of flavors or a lot of aromas coming out of the glass as you have the glass all the way down at your chin, it's going to be a very pronounced nose. The closer you get to the kind of bottom of your nose, it will be towards a medium intensity. And then if you put your nose in the glass, before you start to get any of the aromas of the spirit, you will have a light intensity. And then still, if you don't have any aromas coming in uh, when you have the nose in the glass, uh, it will be a neutral intensity. It will probably be a vodka, um, to be honest. But this one here, um, it is a medium to light. I'm not getting too much out of this glass. However, there are some, some nice aromas kind of popping out. Um, so the thing I'm picking out here, first of all, is this sensation of a caramelized apple. So it's quite fresh, but it's like, it's a caramelized version of a very fresh apple. There's also some vanilla and there's some lemon. There's, there's some sultanas in there, actually. It's a kind of a dried fruit. And then there's some some buttery toast and there are some cereal notes as well so this could be a this could be a malt whiskey yeah I think this is probably a malt whiskey but yeah this is pretty early on so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just lock that down but the nose would definitely suggest that it's a malt whiskey and also the fact that the oiliness in the glass seems to be giving away a little bit of a lighter texture. A lot of malt whiskeys would have a 43-46% ABV. So this could be a hint that we're looking at a, um, a malt whiskey, potentially, potentially a blend. I'm not sure. Um, it's quite light, but um, yeah, I would say the ABV is probably... 50% or less. That is my kind of initial thought here. But again, it's early on. I haven't really, I haven't dived into the glass. I haven't tasted this yet. So I'll put it down and I'll move on to Spirit B. So Spirit B is quite different. It's a little bit more, um, it's higher on the intensity. It's a, it's a clean, clean, clean nose. Um, it is medium amper in the glass, so it's a little bit darker as well. 
and on the nose yeah it's definitely very it's very different so I have a feeling that these are different categories I think they're both whiskies that's my kind of initial guess but I think this here is probably an American whiskey so I'm getting burnt sugar I'm getting oak leather vanilla there's some dried orange peel in there there's some ripe ripe apricot also it's a little bit fragrant I think and when I say fragrant I mean kind of like a, a perfumey kind of sensation and sometimes I can confuse that with actually a higher ABV some of the ethanols kind of coming out of the glass um, and the type of glass I'm using just as a um, as an FYI is a tasting glass so it's similar to a cupita but it's a little bit uh, a little bit slimmer and it's it's kind of the glass that um, most people use um, in distilleries when they're tasting and stuff like that um, so it's like a small short flute like looking glass um, but obviously you can use any kind of glass like Glencairns or whatever you have if you're doing tastings I think there's a little bit of marzipan as well there's like a it's like a sugary wrapping and I think I think that's a marzipan note that I'm picking out and also just to note in terms of the oiliness in the glass or the texture as it would suggest I think this is a thicker thicker spirit as well so as you swirl it um, it took a little bit longer for the legs to start pulling down so it would suggest that it's a little bit more viscous when we get to the tasting but uh, yeah we'll see we'll see maybe I'm right and maybe I'm not <laughs> um, yeah so in terms of the ABD my my guess would be that this is probably a 50 plus percentage ABV uh, just kind of judging on on the nose but also I think a lot of the flavors are quite powerful and obviously the alcohol carries the carries the flavors with it so sometimes when you have a stronger stronger spirit you will get a lot more a lot more flavors out of um, out of the glass on the nose so yeah I think that's it for the nose um, I'm gonna take a little break and I'll go ahead and I'll dive into the tasting of these two so um, I'll be back in a few seconds and um, I'll give you my notes on the palette. All right, and we're back. So, after tasting both of these spirits, I'm feeling quite quite okay. I think I'm doing all right here. So, jumping into spirit A, first of all. So, just as kind of a, a prefix to my notes here, I'll kind of take you through the different aspects of the palette that I'll be talking about. So, I'll start with the sweetness. And when I mean sweetness, I'm not talking about uh, the sweeter notes. I'm talking about the potential added sugar to the spirits, um, which is quite common when you have um, categories like rum and cognacs. But because these are whiskey, um, 
it's unlikely that there's any sweetness um, added to these. Then I'll talk about texture, I'll talk about intensity, and then the finish, and then I'll I'll sum it up with some 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 notes and some thoughts. So the sweetness on Spirit A is dry. So that just means that I don't believe that there's any sugar added to this um, this spirit. The texture, um, as I suggested in the initial assessment on the appearance, um, the oils kind of went down the glass pretty quick, which would suggest that the texture was quite light. And the texture in this spirit is quite light. It's it's rather watery and it's quite thin. It was pretty spicy though in the mouth. So although it was quite sharp, it did carry some of those um, spicy flavors along with it. So the intensity on the palate is, I would say, light to medium. There was, um, there was a few things happening. It wasn't like overly mouth-filling, if you will. It's, it's quite light and to some degree a little simple on the, on the overall palate altogether. So the specific flavor characteristics that I could pick out was primarily some malty and peppercorn type notes and especially on the side of my tongue there's a lot of those kind of malty notes which again linking back to the the notes I had on the aroma of of this kind of maltiness and and a malt whiskey I think there's there's definitely a connection between the nose and the palate on that definitely got some digestive biscuits and maybe a little bit of burnt toast on the palate as well so all of those would kind of hint back to um, some of the aromas from the nose. So there's a nice link between the nose and the palate, which is always a good it's a good thing when you think about the overall assessment of the spirit. Like there's a good balance between the nose and the palate. And those aromas turn into um, the flavors that you can get on the palate. So overall, quite good. So the finish on Spirit A was it was quite short. I would say. Probably a little bit of peppercorn and some some light bitterness kind of carried on for a little bit longer, but um, yeah, it was it was quite simple, and um, yeah, so probably finished in between short to medium uh, somewhere in that range. The overall palette had some complexity. It wasn't it wasn't like one dimensional in 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 that sense. There were some different flavor profiles or different uh, characteristics rather that I could pick out. So it wasn't a simple palette, if you will. There were some complexity in there. Um, And lastly, on the ABV, I definitely think that this would remain the below 50% ABV in in my opinion, but obviously I could be wrong, but I think that's that's a fair kind of point at this this stage. So overall... um, the conclusion of, I think, the entirety of Spirit A, all the way from the appearance to the nose and the palate, is that it falls in into the very good category. So there's, in this approach that I'm using, there's a few different categories that I, I kind of lean into. So from the very best of the best, which uh, falls into the outstanding category, and this is probably your 20 to 25% of, of all of the best spirits that you try out there and then following down um, into the very good category and then you have the good category so those are kind of the three that you're most likely to find um, anywhere on a shelf then you have obviously there's lower 
there's lower levels as well but i think a lot of those you wouldn't necessarily find unless you're picking off the very back of the bottom shelf or you work in the distillery and you're starting to taste things that are actually faulty or poor and stuff like that so i would say most of my most of my overall conclusions is going to fall into good very good or outstanding all right cool so moving on to spirit b just like its left cousin here over on spirit a i think this is a dry spirit i don't think there's any sugar added to this um and because i'm pretty sure this is an american whiskey at this point it's extremely unlikely that there's any sugar um, added to this the texture as also um i suggested in the beginning when i was kind of swirling the glass around um is quite thick it's very mouth filling is quite warming and the intensity of the overall palate is 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 pronounced it's 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 a lot of flavors and it's it's kind of one after another and like they all kind of blend together but there's quite a lot of different um, aspects of the palate kind of coming through and a lot of those uh, similar to spirit a like there's a nice balance between the nose uh, and the palate as well so a lot of the flavors can link back to some of the aromas that i would pick up on the nose um, so specifically on the palate the first things i get is um a heavy sensation of oak and char and burnt toast so those are kind of uh, suggestions of a pretty heavily charred barrel and and again because i'm i'm sure this is an american whiskey or potentially it could be a canadian whiskey for that matter but i'm likely looking at an american whiskey here and because they will use newly charred oak barrels um, you can get these kind of heavy oak and heavy char and, and, and those kind of very dark and, and then dry and earthy flavors um, out of the glass. It does also have some vanilla and there's some, some roasted almonds almost on here. So I think the roasted almonds would, not, would link nicely back to the kind of marzipan um, aromas that I was getting off the nose. So I think, yeah, there's a nice link between um, the nose and the palate. So on the finish, uh, the finish is quite long on this. Um, it's not overly complex either. Um, there is some complexity, like the stuff that kind of drags out a little bit on the back end of that finish is the char. And it's a little bit of leather kind of lingering along on the on the finish of this. So, um, so yeah, they're Two very different spirits, um, which is always quite fun, and you can compare, although they're unlikely comparable um, in any sense. Uh, but it's nice to have these two kind of next to each other just to prove um, the, the massive variation that you can get within a, a whiskey category, assuming these are both whiskeys. We'll find out in a short moment. Uh, so, um, and lastly, on the ABV, I'm pretty sure that this is a 60% plus on the ABV. It was quite strong as it enters the mouth. Like there's a lot of almost swelling on the side of the tongue. And also like you get a little bit of a, almost a little bit of a burn on the on the back end there. So yeah, I would suggest like a high, high ABV. And I would say similar to Spirit A, this is probably also going to fall into the very good category. I think it's not... 
it's not an outstanding whiskey to me. I think there's a there's a little bit of a a lack of a lack of variety in the in the in the palate. I think there was a lot of nice kind of very distinct aromas on the nose, but on the palate it became a little bit more simple. I would have liked to see a little bit more complexity on the palate and also more complex flavors kind of drawn out through the finish. Um, but this doesn't mean that this is a bad whiskey at all. It's it's very good, as as the conclusion would say. So my guess, and uh, I'll, I'll wrap it up with kind of trying to guess what's in the glass, not necessarily what bottle or producer, but my guess is definitely on the B, that this is a barrel-proof bourbon of sorts, could be a rye, but I'm going to put my money on a bourbon right now. And then on Spirits A, I was back and forth, but I think it's it's either going to be an Irish or a Japanese whiskey. That's that's my my guess at this point. And um, yeah, so I think that's a wrap. And uh, I'm going to take a short break, go and find the note from my wife and read out the result to see how I did. the results are in and uh, I guess you already know this already but I'm gonna read it out anyway because this is news to me so spirit a was in fact or is the Irish whiskey red breast 12 year old coming in at 40% ABV so wasn't that far off actually I was uh, yeah, it was pretty close here. I was going back and forth between the Irish and the Japanese whiskey, but um, yeah, I'm happy it was at least one of those. And the ABV was also pretty pretty spot on. It was forty percent, so it's it's actually quite, it's less than what I thought it was. I thought it might have been like a forty three or forty six, uh, but yeah, it was actually less. And Spirit B was the Wild Turkey Masters Keep decades at 52%. So a little bit off on the ABV. Um, I was correct, though, that it was a bourbon. I'm not sure, actually, the Masters Keep decades is barrel-proof, but uh, 52%. Yeah, I guess that's all right. I... I'm not actually too surprised because although the Wild Turkey decades is it's quite a premium bourbon if you will but it's not one of my favorite wild turkeys so i'm not surprised that i didn't actually push it up to the outstanding category in the in the final conclusion so yeah i kind of i'm happy with that uh, the conclusions i can i can stand by i haven't really haven't lost my face here so um yeah i'm pretty happy with that And that's a wrap, concluding this episode of the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. I want to thank you so much for checking out this podcast. I've enjoyed creating this very first episode, and I'm looking forward to creating many more. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. If it's on iTunes, Stitcher or Google Play and so on and so forth. If you have any questions, any comments, anything that I can do to improve the format, please do not hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram at Spirits People. So over there, I'll also be doing my Spirits People Live, which is a live stream on Instagram once a week, every Tuesday night. So if you're already familiar with that, um, thank you so much for coming over here and checking out the podcast. But if you're not, feel free to pop over there and have it a go. I connect with spirits people around the world. And uh, yeah, we usually just sit and we have a dram and we chat about a little bit of, of everything, really. So yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for checking this out. And I hope to see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.